Taste the rainbow. It's harmless phosphorescence. Brought to you by Skittles. Hello, everyone. This is one of your hosts, Rose Smiley, and I play the part of a man, but I do not play it well. <laughs> Who's joining me this week? <laughs> that was one of mine. Um, I'm Josh Cece, and I am accepting bird letters right now. What is this Gatorade? Is it a weapon? I'm Brian Lesh. And I'm a lost boy who likes to pretend, make believe that I'm an Alaric Weber. <laughs> You can be if you try hard enough. You could this also be a doctor or an astronaut. You don't have to stop at an owl. What about a scientist lawyer? <laughs> a scientist lawyer who wears all white in an all white world. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is all solid suggestions. This is harmless yeah, phosphorescence. It's a podcast where we watch every theatrically released live action superhero movie ever made. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so defeated. <laughs> Into the production and source material, we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by patrons uh, Michael Beckwith, Atticus Burkett. Those are executive producers. You can be a patron too. Go to uh, patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got a lot of bonus content there. Uh, we just uh, did a league of their own. That's up there now if you want to hear us talk about a good movie. Um, We'll be doing Basic Instinct this month. Is that good? I don't know. I haven't watched it since like 1995. I'm assuming it's probably not great. Um, Newman got to see some stuff. So good for him. (laughs) Newman's been around. Yes. He gets it weirdly. Um, This week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are watching Shazam! Furry of the Gods. No, Fury of the Gods. I'm an idiot. It's showtime! I don't deserve these powers, if I'm being honest. Like, what am I even contributing? Ow! There's already a superhero with a red suit with a lightning bolt on it. Aquaman is literally huge and he's so manly. And Batman is so cool. And I'm just me. I feel like a fraud. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, the wizard gave me superpowers. Yeah! And then everybody got superpowers. Where's everyone going? To fight crime. Okay. Now everyone's kind of like doing their own thing and I'm the only one trying to keep it together. You understand I'm a pediatrician, right? Come on! Now let's get down to business. Listen to me, Billy. The fate of your world depends on it. The daughters of Atlas are coming for you. Children stole the power of all the gods. This is very personal, Billy. Look, I might not have as much experience as you because I'm not super old like you, (laughs) but I've seen all of the Fast and the Furious movies, lady. It's all about... Not survive this. 
know how we fight powers like this. You think I know how to fix this, dude, but I really don't. Everyone can be worthy. Let's give it a chance. Now go fight for your family. Go fight for the world. I just threw a truck at a dragon. I love my life. Shazam! Fury Charles. of the Gods. Um, it was released March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Why was an Eminem song used for a movie for children? I don't get it. He's like fifty. I don't I, get it. I yeah. I don't, I don't know. get it. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Well, whatever production company that puts trailers together. I mean, yeah. there's a few. Yeah. I don't think it was in the movie. No, no, thank God. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. So yeah, released March 17th, 2023. St. <laughs> Patty's Day. Uh the running time of 130 minutes. <laughs> Cost $125 million to make. And it brought in worldwide $133 million. Whew. It was not successful. Could have lost more money, I guess. Yeah, it's somehow more successful than the Flash movie. Oh yeah, the Flash lost more money than any movie ever made. That was a conscious decision. You know, the Flash thing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think most everybody decided, "Fuck that kid." Yeah, no, the, the fuck wor- DC for not acknowledging it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck all of that. I mean, I think. That combined with people being like, well, we don't care about the DCEU anymore. It's it's not going anywhere. It's done. It's being re- like rebooted. So It's just, it's a shame. I, I've said it a few times. It's because sh- Michael, the Michael Keaton stuff was awesome, I thought. Actually, a lot of elements I liked. If you cut out the first scene with the hospital, just take that out. It's not a bad DC movie, but... Anyway, yeah, but it doesn't. But they keep making the same movies. This this is another DC rubber stamped. It's almost like where Marvel's starting to feel. Oh yeah, I mean, there's I I feel like there's a real Marvel basic movie that gets made a lot. There's some that are great, but there's a like your Marvel basic, and this is a DC basic. Like honestly, Blue Beetle looks like it's the same fucking movie as this. Yeah. Um, or the first one of this, whatever. Um, yeah. but um, so Wikipedia tells me that uh, this movie premiered on a weekend where other films experienced dull box office numbers. I mean, this year in general, until Barbenheimer was considered like a real dud box office wise. The last three years, we've we've kind of stopped going to. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the first year where there's no COVID like effect on the film. On the film, oh, I'm not even talking COVID. Talking streaming. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that did a lot. Too. People aren't going to the movies as much. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I was trying to give you a good lead into the introduction. Of <laughs> oh, thanks. Ah, good compl- box office top ten game. That's right. <laughs> thanks, Al. <laughs> Lord knows, it would be a shame. If I uh, repeated something that you said, uh, so this is the game where I will 
Describe the top 10 movies of the week, and the guys here are going to try to guess them. So here we go. Uh, the number 10 movie of the week of March 17th, 2023. When our hero discovers that his passion for his adventure has taken its toll, he launches an epic journey to find the mythical last wish. This was in... This is only three weeks after uh, Quantum Mania, so most of these movies we think we've probably seen on the 10. Actually, strangely not. No. Strange. The Last Witch. Uh, is this like a, an Aladdin of some sort? I don't know. This is a uh, children's film. It's a sequel. It's considered better than the original. It's animated, and it stars Antonio Banderas. Puss in Boots. We did talk about this oh, one, too. Yeah, we did. We talked about it already. Skip it. We cannot talk about it again. Um, so, at number nine, the rest actually... <laughs> Are you shrekking kidding me, Brian? <laughs> uh, um, okay, at number nine is Avatar The Way of Water. <laughs> um, let me think. Is it Avatar: The Way of Water? Yeah, I'm not even gonna because we've done that. The rest we have not previously talked about. So, at number eight, a former minor league basketball coach is ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities. He's my Butler. Woody uh, Harrelson, uh, champs. Uh, close champions. Oh, champions. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the thumbnail. Because <laughs> well, Amazon Prime's like, this stuff came out this year. And I'm like, uh, okay. Directed by Bobby Farrelly, huh? Is he, is he, he's the non yes. uh, crackpot right wing one, right? Which one's, one of the Farrelly's is oh. the crackpot <laughs> right wing one, right? I think or this am is I thinking, the non. Oh, no, wait. Am I thinking of a Zucker? Maybe the Zucker brothers. I think I think one of the Zuckers is a crackpot, right? Similar way. pool of material, though. Similar kind of comedies. Yeah. But the Fairley brothers always in their movies had pe- differently abled people. Yeah. So it's not shtickish. Like, he, they always had... Yeah, anyways. If you look back. <laughs> not always handled with the most sensitivity, but still. Oh, of course not. Yeah, they, they made yuck yuck yeah. movies. But it's representation back in the day. It was, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the nineties, it was, it was as good as it was going to get. Well, that was very much still where show business is like you can't have normal people on television. Yeah, yeah. it upsets everyone's sensibilities. The nineties <laughs> just makes me think of Apu with the representation thing, where like this is clearly bad, but you also have like a whole generation of immigrants who are like, this is the only person we had on TV. Thank you, Hank Azaria. I'm like, whoa, well, that's so I never understood. Yeah, I have no idea why it's vilifying to show the immigrant experience. Like, they they come well, here and they buy businesses and they contribute to society in ways that natural born. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, Apu is a very strong character. They paint him with broad strokes, but that other 10% of the time, he is fucking deep. Who's not painted with fun? Yeah, yeah, exactly. On that exactly. cartoon. Yeah. But that, that 10% makes up for all of it, I think. So, but yeah, I th- like these guys, it's probably similar. 
hit and miss. Yeah, very much. So. Everything's hit and miss. I still I the, I saw there's something about Mary opening night, and it was one of the best theater experiences I have ever had. I it's still love that incredible movie. Incredible sitting in the theater with an audience that did not know what was coming next. Yeah, yeah. it was something. I, I remember seeing that in the movie theater. I think I was a little young for it. But I'm <laughs> yeah, maybe. Theater. Uh, okay. Um, I was like 13, so not that young. At number seven this week, the true, sto- <laughs> the true story of a national spiritual awakening in the early 1970s and its origins within a community of teenage hippies in Southern California. This is definitely a, uh, a uh, Christian movie. One of them... It's uh yeah I guess about like the whole you know Is it Jesus Revolution? It is, yeah. Again, a thumbnail that keeps popping up. I don't know anything about. It. I know Kelsey Grammer's in it. He's trying to bring some drama and it's just hilarious. I, I can't watch the dude in this series. Oh no, no. Yeah, weird. Yeah, the, he's a southern preacher or some shit or southern California preacher. Might actually, yeah, it may, might be interesting to see him do. What was that movie we watched with him? In or wait, maybe we did. No, maybe did I watched we? that one. I don't you. think so. I don't think we've done Fraser. No, no, no. Just <laughs> X Men. That's the only thing we've seen him in. Oh, he was. Yes, he's Hank McCoy. Damn it! Was, oh, one was... of the greatest casting decisions ever. Okay, no, no. Yeah, that, that was... he did crush that. That was a movie I watched with Jude, where he he played like a drug kingpin. And it, it was incredible. <laughs> He's all, I'll fuck you up like Paul Silas scrambled I, eggs. <laughs> Who the I hell eats eat salad and eggs? Salad and eggs. I, I eat I salad don't. and eggs. What? Yeah. Same they time. go good together. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Like scrambled eggs. Egg. Like I know, I know, I know a, a hard boiled so, egg in a salad can be good. But. I don't eat salad with my eggs, but I eat the mixings of salad with my eggs because I eat like a fried egg and some rice and some sausage with chopped salad in it. So I get some more green in my diet. It tastes really good. It's good. It's like well, having hard boiled eggs. It's a shitty jazz song. It is. And I sing it in the voice of Fraser Crane every morning. Although whenever he's on 30 Rock, it's hilarious. He's like a small-time grifter. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot Oh, about my that. God. Really? The Best Friends Gang. Oh, yeah. Oh, so much. I need to, uh, that needs to go on my list. I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine recently, and I was like, there's something else I should be watching instead of this. I love 30 Rock. But, yeah, they, they run a, like, scam on Carvel ice cream. <laughs> he's in a few episodes. All right. All right, at number uh, six this week, an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage. Fucking cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Have you guys seen this yet? I haven't seen this. Oh, I haven't yeah, watched I it yet. Um, yeah, it's a quick, easy... It's funny. A bear takes cocaine. <laughs> I mean... You get who directed what it as advertised. It was uh, Elizabeth uh, um, Elizabeth Banks. Banks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I hate bear propaganda. I think it's come up many times. But, it uh, has, yes. <laughs> but cocaine bear, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's a true story, but I mean, nothing in the movie is a true story. But the basic, like that, did happen. Yeah, yeah, they found the bear. Yeah, he basically <laughs> pa- like he was trading stocks. <laughs> he was in a bathroom stall <laughs> at Studio Fifty Four. Yeah. Like, bear, I chipped in. Oh, I'm sorry, I dropped in the toilet. No, you did not. Fucking bear. Um at number cocaine bear of Wall Street. Sorry. <laughs> at number five this week, a superhero family gets into some trouble. <laughs> What kind of family? A superhero family gets into some trouble. Kazam, uh, Fury of yeah, the Gods. Kazam, like yeah. Nope. No? <laughs> Quantumania. Uh, oh, right. Rubber stamp. At number four, an ast... Oh, this movie. I forgot about this movie. An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover he's not alone. I tried to watch this. 65, right? Yeah, 65. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen this. This is Adam Driver the, and the dinosaurs, right? Yeah, I was like, ooh, it's dinosaurs. Earth. I'll watch it. It's yeah. not his daughter. I Adam thought it was. Driver fights dinosaurs. <laughs> Pretty simple movie. Uh, yeah, I thought it'd be fun. I'm curious yeah. about it. Yeah, I a podcast I listened to just was like, nope, nope, not great. It was just boring. Yeah, that's I what they said. waiting. Yeah, it's not what you want. That's too bad. No, from a movie where it's like Adam Driver, from a movie whose premise only premise is Adam Driver fights dinosaurs, you don't want it to be boring. Yeah, yeah it, it'd be like a diehard movie with him just like driving around having a conversation, you know. And a lot of the I, things I, he fights are like uh, FX house created type creatures, which, mm, you know, of yeah. course there would be creatures we're not aware of. Not everything sure. is fossilized, but. Like, just show me a T-Rex. Fight a T-Rex. It doesn't yeah. need to be this creature that you made through a computer. Like, I preferred it when Adam What Dri- if it had three tails? What if it had this? I liked Adam Driver fights Scarlett Johansson better. Or even Adam Driver <laughs> fights Greta Gerwig. That one was pretty good. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> At number three... A boxer thriving in both his career and family life, but a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces. The face-off is more than just a fight. Creed 3. Creed 3. The Creedening. I haven't God seen damn. two or three. The standees for this love. thing. The, uh, what's his face? Uh, Kang. Michael Kang. Future. Yeah, not oh, Michael Beecher. Um, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors standee. It's like three times his size. <laughs> and I just remember like standing underneath it being like, oh yeah, he'll make a great king. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Going into Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, um, at number two this week, the survivors of a series of killings leave their hometown and start a fresh chapter at the big city. Oh, Scream? Scream. Isn't it just Scream? Nope. Scream. Oh, I guess it is. I mean, Scream 6. Yeah. They have a little VI at the end of the... Oh, I see. I thought it was just marketed as Scream. I thought they were sort of... So did I. Yeah. I mean, it it is, but they like make the M look like VI with red. 
Yeah, that's yeah, clever, totally. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it's like fan four stick. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. Three <laughs> six. And opening but- at number one, a family of superheroes have some troubles. <laughs> um, faster, fast ten. <laughs> uh, I mean, it might as well be. Um, no, no, it might not as well. Be. I mean, they I both... mean that is a family of superheroes, though. Jason Momoa is loosely affiliated with both, so yeah, it's true. It's the same formula. I mean, it's a formula. This is a Vin formula. Diesel That's is a formula. A superhero. He's Groot. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Groot and Aquaman <laughs> together. Finally, yeah. and Black Adam. Yeah. And Black Adam. Yeah. Idris Elba is in those movies too. Oh yeah, John Cena's in those movies. Oh yeah, isn't now. Wonder Woman in those or did she Wonder stop Woman's being... in those movies? Yeah, I think she's a bad guy. That's a good. I don't know. We should in watch what those movies. movies. Uh, the Fast. Fast. And Furious oh, Fast. the Fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So that is it for the box office top ten, which brings us to the character and comic book background. Al, tell us what we need to know that we haven't said before about Shazam. Um. So the. So-called Daughters of Atlas did not appear in comics, at least according to at least according to my cursory research. Uh, they could have, who knows? They could have showed up somewhere, but they are derived from Greek mythology. Um, the name Hespera led me to the Hesperides. Sorry, the Hesperides. The Hesperides. Uh, They were nymphs of the evening and the golden light of sunsets. Nymphs of the evening? Yes. Some accounts (laughs) repute the Hesperides to be the daughters of Atlas by Hesperus, who herself was the daughter of Hesperus, the the evening star, um, a.k.a. the planet Venus in the evening. Um, alternatively, they were the daughters of Nyx and Erebus, um, night and darkness. So there are conflicting reports as to the lineage of the Hesperides. The different ancient authors wrote of differently named and numbers of the Hesperides, though they were typically numbered three, four, or seven. Several of these groups included a nymph named Hespera of some or some etymological version of such. Uh, There was one group of seven that included Calypso and Anthea, but not Hespera. The Hesperides were the keepers of Hera's Grove of Golden Apples from which the apple given to Paris that ended up starting the Trojan War was taken. Heracles was tasked to steal golden apples from the Garden of the Hesperides for his 11th labor. Oh, that's cool. So this is a labor of Hercules, basically. Stealing the apple. Yeah. That's that's where the apple thing comes from. Interesting. Uh, fun fact, in later years, it was thought that the so-called golden apples were actually oranges, which were largely unknown to Europe and the Mediterranean until the Middle Ages. And this is why the Greek botanical name for the citrus species is 
Hesperidoidae. Hesperidoidae. Yeah, they it's... Could, they couldn't tell them apart yeah. Regular apples? I, I don't know. Yeah, Golden apples. They them with them. That's interesting. Uh, although oranges originated in the area around China, India, and Myanmar. Uh, the name Calypso, Greek for she who conceals, is probably more recognized from Homer's Odyssey, wherein she was a nymph who detained Odysseus on her island for seven years, mm -hmm. promising him immortality. Uh, Calypso was also named a daughter of Atlas. Then and also a badass cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I then love music. Uh, and I love a great, music. A great style of music. Uh, <clears throat> and then Anthea was more widely known to the ancient Greeks as one of the Charites or Graces. Anthea was the goddess of vegetation, swamps, and flowery wreaths. She was the daughter of Zeus and Euronymy. Euronymy. No, Al, your enemy. <laughs> this whole damn court is your enemy. Uh, finally, uh, Laden, the dragon, was the immortal, never-sleeping, hundred-headed dragon that protect protected the Garden of the Hesperides. Hmm. Then there was also a bevy of uh, mythological beasts, which yeah, I, I thought was cool. Cyclops. Yeah. Man the Manticore. The Manticore, yeah. yeah. Manticore. yeah. What's the, the water nymph thing? Oh, the sirens, yeah. Or even mermaids who were very vicious and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the unicorn. Yeah, and that's all the Greeks wrote. All right. That's really cool, Al. That's actually like connected to Greek mythology in a strong Somewhat. way. Somewhat, it seemed. Yeah, but it is an example, and I know it fits with his gods and all that shit. But like another example of DC just creating something from whole cloth instead of going into their own catalog and making something work. Yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. That is, They're, it is weird to. They do it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Marvel doesn't do that nearly as much. Mm -mm. No. Like, they'll like take an obscure character, character and then they'll just yeah. manipulate. Who? Ghost? Ghost, I think. Like, yeah. That was like a relatively brand new character when they introduced that character. There's a couple of other really new characters. But it was. A, but, you know, yeah. Rock yeah. a Raccoon and Groot are perfect examples. Yeah. You know, way in Obscuria that they just went and grabbed and just tweaked a little. And yeah. DC's like, no, let's just CGI something we made up. He's a scientist and he's got a billion dollars. <laughs> he's a magician who is a scientist and a lawyer. <laughs> uh, fuck it. All right. So, all right. Thank you, Al, for that uh, that that Greek <laughs> background. It's all Greek to uh, me. That brings us to the production of the film. It was directed by David F. Sandberg, who directed the first one. It was written by Henry Gaydon, who wrote the first one. But we've got a second writer on this one, uh, Chris Morgan, who is most well-known for writing the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift 
Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, The Fate of the Furious, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, (laughs) Fast X, and Bird Box Barcelona. So when he had him write make the fast and furious joke he was just being self-referential i guess so yeah weird also did you guys know that there's a bird box sequel coming out yeah bird box barcelona I think. bird box barcelona <laughs> I, i'm gonna say it again sorry uh bird box is the worst subscription <laughs> service ever <laughs> every month a new bird in a box is it dead? Who knows? Open it up. It's Sometimes been, you get a live one. Yeah. It's been five okay. years since the first Bird Box. Like, I don't think anyone was clamoring. Is Bird Box the movie with Sandra Bullock where she wears the yeah. blindfold? Yeah. yeah. It's like a quiet place, but it's your eyes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a blind place. Oh, I don't know anything about it, to be honest. Bird Box Barcelona is like the worst sequel to Vicky Cristina Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Sandra oh, yeah. Bullock. And she can't see, and she doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a spring break movie. <laughs> She's like, how the hell did I get to Barcelona? <laughs> well, I had this blindfold on. The I whole was just time. wandering aimlessly, and I accidentally got from wherever she was, like the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> to Spain. She obviously cl- crossed She's the like, land bridge. She, yeah, <laughs> She's like, you know, here the natives say Barcelona. Yeah, it's like Castilian. <laughs> um... Back in our cast, Zachary Levi is back as Shazam. Shazam. Um, well, all the Marvels are back. Yeah. So if if you want to jump to new faces, that that's fine with us. Although Grace Fulton, um, who plays Mary, the older sister, did not uh-huh. did not play the superhero version in the first one. Yeah, oh. she did, didn't she? No, they had a a different different. I'm pretty su- sure she played her in both. No, 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 no. She only played the no. kid in the first one. Oh, weird. Um, Sh- Michelle Borth in the first movie played the <laughs> superhero Borth. version. A woman, <laughs> a woman who was like three years older than the kid version she was playing. <laughs> I just could not stop laughing that she just played herself in a superhero costume. Like when these kids become adults, are they going to look like that? Is that what it's That's saying? That's what they're saying, but these kids are all like 18 now. Like, they're yeah, clearly like, not going to look like that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's no way that the skeletal and body structure of that round fat kid is going to just change that dramatically. Even if he loses weight, yeah. he's going to be short round. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, joining the cast, we've got... Sorry. Uh, I'm remembering from the... The uh, research on the first movie, uh, when we talked about Mary Marvel, uh, that in the comics, she um, also didn't change. Mm-hmm. Don't go changing. Women, just, they're just a mystery. Her, just her clothes. <laughs> they just keep changing their clothes and staying the same. <laughs> yep. Good old women. <laughs> Never switching it up. I don't know. I just, yeah, I thought it was funny. Like. It's very distracting because everybody else changes. Yeah. Um, so okay, Ra- <laughs> Rachel Ziegler joined us. Uh, she's probably best known at this point for, I guess, West Side Story. Um, that was her. Which one is she in this? She's uh, the Anne. The right? Anne, Anne, yeah, Thea. the love interest Anne. Anthea. Yeah. 
Right. Um, she's the upcoming Snow White for the upcoming live action Snow White. They need to scrap that shit. I'm just going to say it right now. The they live action movie. It looks fucking Stop. terrible already. Stop yeah, making this, live action movies. Stop making the live action movies. Yeah. Uh, well, and okay, I'm sorry. The Lion King. That's not a live action version of The Lion King. It's a differently animated version of The Lion King. Those are not real right, lions. Life. Are you telling me those <laughs> You're are right, real lions? Yeah. Like, I think a Hercules one would be fun. They should yeah. make that. But, like, first of all, I'm tired of Snow White's tail. But this one just looks so... Yeah. Oh, it's like someone said, write us a woke movie. That, that'll get some attention right Oh, now. no, the okay. dwarves? The dwarves? They're, they're not dwarves. They're, no, they're all like average high people, which I think they were trying to avoid, avoid any offensiveness, but <laughs> I mean, wrong way to go. I'm sorry. The mythical creature dwarf isn't the same thing as a little person. Like we can have yeah. both. Both can exist. And it, it's true. It's true. Uh, but I mean, like we some can... little people are, have been complaining, you know, there's not a lot yeah. of roles they get to, yeah. to own. you know, like there's never going to be a dwarf James Bond and I don't care. <laughs> how progressive we say we are but put an odd job in please that's interesting not please uh, yeah um so are they like is it snow white and the seven unemployed men who just live in a house together no they're not they're... even all men there's they they they're, oh. they're multicultural and uh multi-gendered that's cool yeah, which is fine. That's all fine. But like, why? Why did this random group of people end up living together in a house? It becomes my question. Then, if they're capitalism. not capitalism, right? Yeah, they can't afford <laughs> their own places. It's their like roommates. Yeah. They'll just instead of them living in a different place, they all live just in the same hovel. I mean, it's 2023. That happens a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Also, Lucy Liu joins us as Calypso. Have uh, we not seen her before? Has she... Have we done a Lucy Liu movie? That is a good question. I don't think we have. Yeah, I don't know if she... This might be our first... Our first... Our, yeah, our first trip to in. the Lou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's Lucy Liu. Everyone knows who Lucy Liu is. She got her start on Allie McBeal. Um, she, uh, let's see. She was in Jerry Maguire, uh, uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, she's Lucy Liu. She was one of the angels. Yeah. <laughs> Morning uh, angels. Sh- Sherlock on TV also. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She was Watson. Yeah. Um, she's in all the Kung Fu Pandas. <laughs> Probably best known for her voice role in Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. Uh, I saw that. Really? Uh, what the hell was it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Day one theaters. Just me alone. <laughs> yeah, I camped out. There was no need. It wasn't sold out, but I, I camped out. <laughs> it added to the ambiance. <laughs> They can. <laughs> They're like, sir, you're just homeless. Is what's happening here? <laughs> like, sir, we told you you can't sleep here. <laughs> like, I want to make sure I get tickets. Just get tickets. Did you just set up in front of a movie theater every night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you living here? No. We told you it doesn't come out for three months. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, Brilliant. Helen Mirren uh, joins us as Hespera. Um, Helen Mirren is Helen Mirren. I don't know. Her career goes back to like the 60s. Uh, I heard her yesterday. She narrated the Barbie movie. Yes. Yes, she did. So funny, too. Yeah. Oh, her narr- her on documentary now, even though she has the yes. smallest little part, I just love it. She buys into it so much. She clearly enjoys doing everything that she does. Yeah, she doesn't, yeah. She, she doesn't like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. She played Queen Elizabeth in The Queen. Um, Did she win like an Oscar or some crap for that? For a person that's still alive? Well, now she's dead. But yeah, she, she was alive at the time. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, you, you know she's 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 Helen Mirren. She does a lot of. Oh, oh, teaching Mrs. Tingle. That was great. Um. um. She was in Fast X. Wow. What the fuck? (laughs) Who was she in Teaching Mrs. Tingle? I wonder. Um, Teaching Mrs. Tingle? She was... um... No, that's Piper Laurie, right? It's where they kidnapped their teacher? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, she's Uh, not the teacher. she She was Mrs. Tingle. What? Helen Mirren played Miss... Mrs. Eve Tingle in Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Far out. Yeah. Fast X was just the first one I, I came across, but it turns out she's in multiple Fast and Furious movies. What the fuck? Who, who, what are these movies? Who is not <laughs> in them? Like, they're insane. It's like the MCU, but in their own world. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Um, that's about it for new cast. Um, uh, real quick uh we have done hill and mirren before she was the voice of deep thought in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh that's right yeah that is on patreon.com slash harmless entertainment um a couple uh we have a few cameos in here diedrich bader was a teacher i don't remember if he was in the first one or not but he's great um he's batman yeah, voice of Batman on Harley Quinn, right? Yeah. Well, and the Brave and the Bold, oh. which was a separate series. It was fun. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got. Uh, let's. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman. We had a Wonder Woman cameo. What's her face? Gal Gadot. Gadot. Whatever. Um. Uh, and of course. Amelia Harcote and John Economos show up from our our old peacemaker friends. Oh, and oh, and of course, Mr. Wolf oh. Blitzer prominently featured. <laughs> well, because he's oh on TV twenty four seven. Well, he has a superhero name. He does. On Thirty Rock, Jack realizes or reveals his real name is Steel Hammer Hands, <laughs> but he goes by Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> so I don't know there's not much to say about this movie um, then there's a uh, a cameo that no one really would have recognized um, necessarily uh, Michael Gray um, he was uh, the man on the street the one that called uh, the transformed Billy Captain Marvel oh the- I, yeah Michael Gray was uh, portrayed Billy Batson in the 1970s television series. That's yeah. neat. 
I forgot there was a 1970s Shazam. I I think I watched yeah. it when I was very very little. I was on HBO right now or Max, whichever it is. But um, there's a three part documentary on the DCU, and um, it's pretty interesting. Hmm. They go over all kinds of stuff from you know television movie properties all the way to when it was created. Hmm. A lot of interesting people in it. Yeah. Um, and, and of course we got Mark, Mark Strong back as Dr. Thaddeus Savannah and David F. Sandberg as Mr. Mind in our post credit scenes. Man, what the hell I had to make sure I wasn't crazy. Piper Laurie was in the faculty, not in TT. Wow. That's a good double feature there. So good. Yeah. Those are great movies. Yeah. Kevin Williamson's prom. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, let's see. We do have. Some reviews uh, from Letterboxd. Tyler writes, just when I thought the DCEU couldn't get any worse, they had to go and ruin Skittles. <laughs> didn't the FDA recently find out there's like little to no organic material in Skittles? Organic material? What is it made? Is it plastic? All... Um... Or maybe not edible, or no, obviously edible. Not food. No, organic. It's mostly lab created. Hmm. I mean, terrible. I assumed it was like 95% sugar, and then the rest was food coloring. Yeah, it's sugar and corn syrup and some hardening. I think it's all thing. fake shit now. Weird. Oh, Skittles. Um, Persephone writes... How the hell is your younger self more mature and put together than your older superhero alter ego? Half a star. And, that, and that's from Amuse herself. Perceptive. Yeah, yeah. That's that she bugged the fuck out of me so much more than in the first movie. The fact that Zachary Levi is playing an entirely different character than right than the kid version. Well, and they don't make it clear, but I think that they're trying to make it that he is overwhelmed by the power still. Like he doesn't know. How do you or, use it? Still? I don't know if they put that much thought into it. I think he was well, just doing a shtick. Well, because like well, when he's like trying to save Helen Mirren, he's like, uh, "This power, maybe this power." Uh, 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 like I think maybe that's why. Or I think that, you're giving it too much credit, yeah, Brian. Well, or that that he's who Billy really is, but Billy has had to create a hard shell of an exterior because he's been a foster kid. But that. That begs more to the point of like like you said, he's way serious. Billy is way beyond his yeah. years and way way serious. That kid does not seem to have any whimsy in him. Well, and Zach Zachary Levi seems to be playing a twelve year old. Yeah, yeah, not a seventeen year old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Nipunu, I can't say that name, uh, writes, Victor has the perfect dad bod. I got one, too. Five stars. <laughs> Which one's Victor? He's Who's the dad. Victor? He's oh. the dad. Okay. Oh. Go, Victor. Yeah. Um, uh. And uh, Evlon200 writes, Only watch the movie for... Mommy Mary Milkers. Five stars. 
You took the time to tell the world. Yeah. Imagine telling on yourself. Oof. Oh, I jerked off to this. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I don't got much else here, guys. Um, you want to jump into the movie? Unleash the chaos. <laughs> Here is we go. Uh, this is Shazam! Shazam! Fury of the Gods. We open in a Greek museum. Hesper and Calypso steal the wizard's broken staff, which got there because it was found in the ocean. They It's another museum scene that has now become like a superhero trope. Or either the hero or the villain stand in front of a case and sort of, you know, monologue about yeah. it. Yeah. It's it, it seems like the real villain of superhero movies is is, is the British Museum. Yeah, it's the British Museum. Yeah. So the the staff was wasn't found in the ocean. It was found in uh a waste dump in oh. Philadelphia. Okay, yes. Because Billy just, just threw it down. Yeah, dropped it on the ground. Yeah, and it got thrown away. It's that that seems like a little that seems like a little neglectful even for Billy. Like it played as a funny bit, but yeah, that takes a lot of fucking steps. Mm-hmm. But it, and it's funny that it that. just got thrown away because if I take a walk, even if I see a rock that I think is neat looking, I'll pick it up. Yeah. If I you know. see a stick that looks that cool, I'm 100% taking it home. I'm taking it home. I'm like, I can use this for something. Put this on the wall or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get some duct tape, make it a full staff again, do some Jedi moves in the yard. Hell yeah. You know, adult shit. Uh, uh, they turn a bunch of people into stone. Uh, Medusa style, I guess. <laughs> you got deuced. <laughs> uh, that was um, her element powers, which we find out later. Oh, right. Her yeah. Um, we cut to Philadelphia. Shazam is talking to a doctor about his issues and how his family aren't coming together. Uh, it's actually his pediatrician. Who doesn't put it together because he probably sees all of those kids because it's like their family doctor, I'm guessing. Right. And he, the, right. the Shazam even says the name Billy Batson to him. Yeah. Like it's come on, guys. Yeah. Um, and they did that joke in Forgetting Sarah Marshall in a funnier way. Mm. Like he well, goes to get an STD test and it's like, that's the only doctor he's had was this family. But like having an adult level with him and being like, hey, Billy, you're going to be an adult and it's going to be okay. Also, you have superpowers. That's crazy. You should talk about like being responsible with them. But also, instead, it's just you like, get to choose a prize from the bucket. Yeah, I'm a kid doctor. <laughs> that makes it sound like a kid who's a doctor, like a new <laughs> game. Timmy, kid doctor. Uh, um, back Apparently at- he has uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. So the doctor did give us something useful. Yeah. Yeah. But not really. He but, gave us something useful, but nothing yeah. useful for Billy. Well, nothing changed. Yeah. No, yeah. it didn't at all. Um, back at his foster Same conflict. Yep. Back at his foster home, Billy arrives home. He sees a new ca- newscast about a bridge just collapsing. I guess 
but the bridge just slowly collapses. I guess. I was expecting there to be someone attacking the bridge, but no, it's just collapsing all on its own. Slowly enough that they can see a newscast about it, then get there before it actually collapses. This this also should not have been the beginning of the movie, and I don't think it was supposed to be. I think this was supposed to be the action set piece at the end. Oh, really? Because DC loves to start right off, like, smash cut to a ridiculous action scene with no context, usually uh, on a bridge. Flash, same deal. Yeah. Like, all this, like, you're cutting to a Batman movie, you know, and Just, he's, like, on a bridge. The, like, team-up nature of it, it seemed like a lot of these shots were, like, going to be used for something. To, I don't know. I just, I remember oh, watching yeah. this the first time being like, this is kind of cool. And then the second time being like, this feels like this wasn't supposed to be the beginning of this movie. I could totally believe that they went, like, when they were editing it, they constructed yeah. it as yeah. opposed to. Like, there was probably a bridge fight, and instead they were like, okay, we didn't have the fight on the bridge. Let's just use the, you know, yeah. <laughs> what, what we pre you're probably it. right. Like yeah. uh, index cards on a board. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Bridge. Like, uh, mythical creatures. Uh, yeah. Confused about him. Yeah. Imposters. Yeah. It, yep. This just wizard. Feels like Skittles. We had to use it. You know? <laughs> Skittles. Skittles. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much of that $125 million came from Skittles. Oh, my God. And Gatorade. And Gatorade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we hear, I need a hero. That's, is this the only needle trap that we get in this movie? I th- feel like I need it. Oh, we got sabotage later. Oh yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they go. They save the people on the bridge, but the bridge does collapse. They get blamed for it. Why would <laughs> it? The yeah. news crews were already there filming the bridge collapsing when it started collapsing. Were news crews just? <laughs> Hanging out at the bridge, waiting for something to happen. Channel 8, Bridge Wait, Watch. Was it the Caterpillar? I hate these movies, man. I hate these movies because there's Caterpillar. What the fuck is the Caterpillar doing? Oh, in the comics? Yeah. There like, was but, a Caterpillar in the Shazam comics. Mr. Mind. Yeah. But like, yeah. is he the one who collapsed the bridge? I mean, I guess. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. I didn't even notice Mr. Mind was in this. There was a, it, it there's was, a Mr. Mind post post credit sequence. Another one. The second oh, post credit sequence. That. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Yeah, um, they were I'm clearly setting up for the quick. third one, which is at this point not happening. So um, this was just a case of failing infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean it is Philadelphia, which uh, is believable. Well, for I, all of the United States. Yeah, uh, like we're good to go. We built it real good. There. The greatest generation built it. It'll be <laughs> fine. Yeah, the Biden infrastructure. Uh, Bill hadn't been passed yet or something. I don't know. Um, so (laughs) they go back to their secret wizard cave and they fight a little bit. (laughs) That's what I used to call our, uh, our pads. Uh, Darla stole a kitten. Yeah. Um, the group is drifting apart as they grow up. Um, Mary is resents that she has to be a superhero and can't go to college. She tells Billy that he's aging out of the foster system and soon he will become a burden to his family. Uh, we is not is wrong, she though. is she not going to college because of being a superhero or is it just because like the family can't afford it? I mean, in the first one, I vaguely remember she was talking about college and she got I feel like she got a scholarship or something. I don't know. 
I can't remember. I think she's taking night classes. She's studying calculus in this movie. Oh, there's like if 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 you're in foster care and you're for serious about your education, there are a lot of avenues and um, things you can do if you're serious about it. Yeah. Um, so we uh cut to the realm of the gods where the wizard's being held captive by Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. Um they Make him repair the staff, although he managed to secretly get a sliver from it. So he's dead, right? We watched him die in the first movie. I guess. He turned into ash. Then they explain that it... No, he was banished to this sort of in-between realm. They they did address it. They didn't just bring him back to life. And his his hair grows at normal speed. His hair? (laughs) There's a prell. It's like a beard. Uh, like two foot long dreadlocks. Yeah, totally normal speed. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> did you did you guys get the uh, before either Barbie Oppenheimer get the trailer for the Bob Marley biopic that's coming out? No, no, I haven't what? seen the trailer for that yet. I it, knew it was. Coming. It looks like a fake biopic trailer you'd get in from like Thirty Rock or something. It looks right. weirdly bad. Or like oh. a, the Dewey Cox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, yeah, know. it's got real Dewey Cox vibes. <laughs> Who's playing Bob Marley? Uh, I don't even remember. Um, guy looks nothing like Bob Marley, though, other and than the fact they dreadlocked him. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, um, it's a CGI Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. <laughs> it's kingsley been a deer it's the guy from secret invasion and the barbie oh yeah that guy oh graphic he looked secret invasion sucks oh my god sucked hard that was the worst oh my god yeah it was dc quality (laughs) (laughs) um so anyways uh back at school freddie meets a new girl named Anne. He uh, gets a crush on her, deals with some bullies. They bond a little bit. Then the wizard uses the sliver from the staff to put himself inside Billy's dream, where he's dreaming about Wonder Woman. Uh, And uh, the wizard warns him about the daughters. Back in school again, Freddy and Ann bond some more. Then Billy tells Freddy about the dream there's a family meeting later. Um, Freddie doesn't show up to that meeting, though. Instead, he continues to hang out with Anne. Meanwhile, the rest of the family use their magic cave stuff to research the daughters, including Steve the Pen. Steve the Pen. Everything that Steve the Pen writes drove me crazy the way it looked. Mm. It just looked like it was printed on like a on the screen on top of whatever was happening. Like yeah. It was like the last thing that they did. Yeah. The effects weren't great in this. And again, like I, I mentioned this briefly in the chat, but I got real, uh, uh, kind of, uh, Harry Potter vibes from a lot of this stuff in the cave and also the magical creatures at the end. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The, the flying books, the candles and stuff. Yeah. yeah very Harry Pottery. Um, so they, uh, yes, at the meeting, um, they, yeah, research the daughters. They learned that when Billy broke the staff at the end of the first movie, 
It removed the barrier between the daughter's prison and the human world. They find out there's a third sister, a third Olsen twin, and it's it's Anne. Uh, yeah, Shazam goes, Anne? Thea? Mm-hmm. I just met a girl named Anne with Freddie. Stupidest shit ever. Um, can we talk about the uh, the layout of the wizard lair? Um, there is a room with doors, right? Infinite doors that lead to infinite destinations or whatever shit they said to us. Sure, yeah. And then behind another one of these seven deadly sins, there's a door to a library that's infinite. Why is that not in one of the doors? Why does that have its own door? Does each deadly sin have like a button on it like that one because that had a button hmm. on it yeah, button. why is it a, a secret door yeah also it's a button that you can see like oh, I didn't know that was there like dude you've been looking at all the door what do you mean the button there's a button he touched the button on the belly button yeah this, the secret library I, I don't know yeah some of them knew it was there I don't know why they called it secret yeah it's so weird I yeah I didn't I didn't really dig any of the cave stuff. It, 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 it just didn't have like a cohesive thing that tied it together. It was just like there are multiple things that are magical instead of like there's a magical room and it has infinite doors and through one is a library. I like the way it was all you know scattered and teen dirty like a dorm room oh, or sure. like the oh, or the yeah. nin- the Ninja Turtles sewer lair kind of you know they painted the it all over the the sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the the set design was incredible. That was one of my favorite parts, especially this scene. But yeah, just the way that it was laid out was dumb to my brain. I was like, why is this like this? Like yeah. every door should be infinite with something different behind it. That you know? would have made sense. Yeah, yeah. The library doors just at the beginning, so that you can navigate these infinite doors to defeat your enemy or something. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but they, you know, you, we got in the car knowing magic. There's magic in this magic. Yeah, plan. Yeah. So, all right. Meanwhile, Known as Philadelphia. Like they had all they had all this stuff set up, just and they just break, ended it with a punch think, up, right? which is disappointing. Also, it drives me a little crazy that in in the DC universe, there's Metropolis, Central City, Gotham, and Philadelphia. Hell yeah! yeah. Though. I like that it's Philly. I think that it's cool. It but is, watching the Flash movie, like Central City and Gotham have to be butting against each other. Just yeah. like Metropolis is across the bay. Yeah. The bay. The whole world is just one big, like, C-shaped island. It's like if, chi- if Chicago, New York, and, like, I don't what's Central City? Like, Boston? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. St. Louis, maybe? St. Louis, all were right next to each other. And it's not just and then there's the Flash. Philadelphia. It's the other characters that are not Flash are able to get from Central City to Gotham it like by cab. Oh my god. Yeah, no, the DCEU is a fucking mess and it was from the very beginning. It was yep. always a mess. As soon as they decided to have not like they they should have kept Gotham and Metropolis and just left it and then everything else in the real United States yeah. Yeah, they made a weird choice and they've had to stick to it. So, all right. So, um Freddie shows off his superhero powers to Anne, then Hesper and Calypso arrive with the staff and they steal Freddie's powers. Uh Billy and the other kids arrive and try to save Freddie, but the daughters kidnap him and place a 
standard CGI blue energy dome around the city, trapping everyone yep. inside. Your standard run of the standard issue asshole CGI brothers. blue energy, yeah. That are in their twenties are back in high school. They're dodge yeah. truck. Yeah. Even in the first one, it was like, who are these? These kids already seem too old to be in school. Yeah. I forgot They're still about there. them, yeah. Um so they imprison Freddy with the wizard in the gods realm. Uh they want the daughters reveal that they want revenge because the wizard killed their dad. They wing game. Um, also they want to rule the world of humans or something. Then the, uh, Shazam family writes a magic letter and sends it to Hespera to negotiate the Shazamly? for release. The Shazamly. Yeah. Um, they have, uh, the daughters have conflicting motivations. Um, uh, Calypso is the one most bent on revenge the other two just want to restore the realm of magic mm. okay not so much rule the world yeah or kill everybody it's lucy maybe the wizard i'm really glad that they gave the asian character a dragon yeah nice. <laughs> oh wow yeah i saw that mentioned somewhere and it, i hadn't put it together but yeah um so they uh yeah, uh, they throw Freddy and the wizard into a pit, but then Anne secretly helps them and <laughs> sends them to a labyrinth with a door back to the human world. Uh, we find I out really th- like the freebie joke where he calls him freebie. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, freebie. Why did, where did you get freebie from? And then he calls him Jeff. Keeps like, calling him Jeff too. Freddy and the Freddy Wizard had the most Eddie. had the most chemistry of any two characters in this movie. Yeah, they did. Seriously. They did. They had a buddy movie thing going on that was working. Yeah, absolutely. Freddy and the Dragon. Freddy and the Dragon. It sounds like a seventies like BJ and the Bear, Freddy yeah. and the Bean. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they we find out they're after something called the Seed. Then uh, Billy meets Hespera. At a cheesesteak place the seed. at the uh, in Philly, they meeting. Uh, is initially pretty cordial, but then she and Calypso begin fighting the Shazamly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pedro loses his powers during the fight. First, um, Hespera gets captured and taken to uh, their secret cave, the Rock. Um, this was, this was apparently, Alcatraz. yeah, and her and Sean Connery have to escape. <laughs> yeah, and Sean Connery, I'm sure they worked together. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure at some point <laughs> they were British in the sixties. There were only 17 <laughs> yeah. people on that Island. Um, uh, they, uh, let's see. They, this was apparently by plan. She easily breaks out and steals the seed, which is the golden apple. Or the seed of the tree of life. So she goes her way around inside this place? Apparently. She's Helen Mirren. She's been to a lot of places. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Freddy and the wizard 
are uh, trying to escape. Freddy and the Wiz. <laughs> Freddy and the Wiz. <laughs> Freddy and the Wiz. Bounce, bounce, bounce. They're attempting to escape the God's realm. Um, just as Hespera returns with the apple, the daughters argue. Hespera and Anthea want to use the apples only to revive the realm. As Al mentioned, Calypso wants to plant it on Earth to destroy it. Freddy steals the apple, but they see him. And uh, Billy and the Shazamly show up, and Freddy gets his powers back. They're they're a little like uh, ideological disagreement is interesting, but not fleshed out enough. Like, yeah. I want to destroy the Earth. Like, no, sister, we just want to restore our planet. And the other girl is like, yeah, what she said. <laughs> That's it. That's kind of what we get. Yeah. Instead of them yeah. having like a conversation about it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's basically just like we want different things. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. I like they should have just let these women riff yeah. instead of what they gave them to say. It's like jazz. Just go crazy. Yeah. It's like argue. She wants to destroy humanity and like because that's like Jesus Christ. That's they just said the thing. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, Billy and the kids emerge uh, with the wizard at their, in their home, the Vasquez house. Um, they reveal their secret identities to their foster parents. I thought it was cute, the little bit with the gay kid. That was cute. Yeah. That was a fun yeah, day. Yeah, it was sweet. Well, and you see him looking at the magazine while he's watching baseball yeah. earlier, too. I was just like, yeah, we know, bud. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that everybody just knows. Yeah. Uh, Calypso appears with a dragon named L- Ladon, Ladon. I can't remember how they said it. Ladon, Ladon, <laughs> Ladon, Ladon, me brother. You got me on my knees, Ladon. Ladon. <laughs> Layla can make him fly. We've talked about that, but only only the seventies version, not the acoustic yeah. one. Not the acoustic one. Yeah. And it's only during the solo. Yeah, the interlude. Uh, though you, I think you can gently float to the ground with the piano ending. <laughs> and yet, never mind. How oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's going to get dark there. Yeah. 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 So, Carry on. Um, she wants the apple, but uh, she destroys their house. There's a chase through the city as the family's trying to keep the apple away from her. Um, everyone except Billy ends up losing their powers. Uh, she gets the apple and plants it at uh, Citizens Bank Park, <laughs> which, uh, and then all the monsters spawn: Cyclops, the Harpies, Manticores, the Minotaurs, and of course Ted Cruz, and, and they attack the, the city. Unicorn. What's that Shell Silverstein song? <laughs> and the Unicorn. Oh yeah. Um, Billy. Then is despairing. He wants the wizard to take his powers away, but the wizard assures him he's a true her- true hero, worthy of his powers. Billy, he fo- showed the wizard that anyone can be worthy if you just give them a chance, pal. Yeah, yeah which, which takes away the specialness of worthiness. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I like that idea that anybody can be worthy. I like it but too. Then, yeah. But then he doesn't. Like, they didn't give anybody the powers. He has the staff. Like, he's like, I'm going to use the staff and be like a bomb. 
Well, he was chosen. That's where it's like, if the whole mythos is based around who is worthy to carry the mantle, and then you switch around and say everyone's worthy, it's a little, you know, even at least even in the Marvel Universe, they first implied Steve is probably worthy. I think we saw that he is. All these kids seem to be reasonably worthy, you know. I mean, the, they they check the first box of uh, superheroing, which is being yeah. orphaned. I agree. Yeah, but, yeah especially in the DCU. <laughs> yeah, you have I'm parents. Sorry, you're terrible, against but it. like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think all these kids were worthy. But every worthy person you add to the equation, you diminish the power of the worthiness. I don't know. Well, every every I mean, time they there... added a new Krypton. Uh, Krypton, that's, Kryptonian. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it diminished the powers of the Kryptonian. That's true. But he is. But he does carry the power of how many letters are in Shazam? Uh, gods, seven gods, six gods. Something. But they even bring that up that he's not quite yeah. living up to all of these qualities, which again is what drew the wizard to Billy Batson. That even though he was a kid, he was wise. They're making the point that this kid is not. Yeah. No. No. Billy Batson's wise. But Zachary Levi's Shazam is not right. Yeah, there's there's something wrong dichotomy with that there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Billy flies off to stop Calypso, while the uh, other kids uh, get some unicorns and fight the other monsters. Billy convinces Hespera, who's dying, to help him stop Calypso. Uh, he, Billy. Uh, fights Calypso. He uses the dome as a to ricochet lightning at her. He says to her, "Like, yeah, I have one more thing to ask." And she, you know, he tells her the staff thing. He he doesn't tell her or doesn't tell us the audience. Shrink the bubble. Like, mm-hmm. oh, whoa, what a surprise! Like, uh, it was frustrating that that's the thing that he they like. Yeah, say that on screen. Yeah. Um, but when he says, "Like, yeah, you know, it's a magical battery," she goes, "A bomb." Like, like this lady's a god. She's not a human who took like an engineering class or like watched a movie about World War II or something. Yeah. What did she say? A bomb? She she goes, a bomb? You're you're making a bomb? Like, I don't know. Well, in the parlance of our times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe she's been watching TV for a while. (laughs) She does. true. She might be. They might have a studio somewhere downtown. Kickback. Shouldn't she be confused by the word battery? Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's a good. They're point. confused that's by the more confusing. Yeah. <laughs> At least bomb is another word for explosion yeah. in a way. But yeah, battery. What is this battery? Yeah. Hmm. So um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. They they fight. They shrink the the bubble down. Um. He does destroy the tree. And Calypso's army, um, but then he dies. This is some ghoulish shit. They kill Kid Billy Batson. Yeah, and they show him as Kid Billy Batson, and they make a fucking orphan cry over his body. I hated this. This is the worst. Like this is not even like oh this is like a sad point in a movie. This is like kicking a bunch of dogs and putting it in a movie. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, where you haven't, I mean, just remember the first movie, how his, he found his mom who abandoned him at an amusement at, 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 at a, at a parking lot carnival. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
No, these Shazam movies are fucking dark. Like we just see him dead, and it's just this like dusty dead kid body. Like, what the fuck, man? You can they have to show us a dead kid's body? Well, and you can't be a major player in the DCU unless you are an orphan or your parents have been sent to jail or some very. You cannot be well adjusted in the DCU. Also. You can't be Peter Parker. You cannot be enthusiastically like, and and he was orphaned to a degree, to a degree. Yeah, yeah. But he's not dark and fucked up about it. Yeah, and also he's like the same age as kid Billy Batson is, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, the kid has it together. So, um, anyways, uh, they take Billy and his grieving family to the gods' realm for his burial. And then Wonder Woman shows up and brings him back to life. They uh, just stuff that kid's body into the dirt. Yeah. Um, oh, and apparently that's <laughs> something Wonder Woman can do, is bring kids back to life. Um, As she draws the magic back into the staff. Um, mm. yeah. Because with her power of the gods. Um, yeah, she does. But it, uh, it also revitalizes <laughs> the... <laughs> the battery <laughs> it revitalizes the the tree and the the realm of magic all the the plants start growing around that's right. the tree of life and brings the whole place back to life that's right we get yeah. all the cgi flowers <laughs> but she's like a conduit it's that she picks the staff up and gets that going again yeah yep. um billy uses the staff to restore all of his siblings powers they re back <sighs> We are uh, back at home. They're rebuilding their house while uh, Anthea and Freddie apparently are having a relationship. And the wizard gets a makeover. What is it with our sons and older women? Yeah, she's 6,000 years old. Yeah. What was she doing in that high school anyways? It's Was she there for Billy Batson? That was one of my questions. Captain Fantastic? Yeah. Like whatever his name is. Why did she show up in this high school? It was never made yeah, clear. Not really, no. Because at the end, she says, like, I'd like to spend some time with humans. Like, weren't you just doing that, you creep? I mean, you're in a high school. Because you if, clearly got a human boyfriend now. If she was, like, following a lead to the Shazam family in some way, like, it was not made clear that that's what she was doing. Yeah. Those three sisters were so undercooked, man. If she, yeah. I mean, if they had heard yeah, about the the superhero lunch meeting because that was like on the news or something like that but that's the only connection that i could think of to make her come to this particular high school yeah Uh, why is it philadelphia also like why is she in philly is it because of that like yeah i don't know it's, it's all really weird and also why does I mean, I guess that this is a problem with all superhero movies with any sort of connectedness, including the MCU. Like, as like no one ever shows up to like fight a global threat unless it's mm-hmm. unless their names in the title of the film. Like that's yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so um, anyways, they uh, we in a mid credit sequence. Amelia Harcoat and John Economos are trying to recruit Billy into the Justice Society for Amanda Waller. Um, Which were, they were introduced in Black Adam. Yep. 
This and is the Amanda Waller was involved. Yeah, this is the scene in that uh, the Rock refused to be in. What an it was supposed to be Black weirdo. Adam here, but he refused to be in it. Really? Yeah. 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 That's not surprising. Yeah. I think it's surprising. It's it's lame. It's lame because you're like, he's he's shifting the power structure of the DCU, but he can't fucking show up in his other DCU movie. Whatever. Right. Doesn't matter. This whole thing is done. Um, yeah. In a post credit scene, uh, Savannah sees Mr. Mind once again. Mr. He's mad that Mr. Mind hasn't told him his plan. And Mr. Mind says, I am going to tell you my plan right after I take care of one thing. Yeah, <laughs> just going to do something. Yeah. It's it's just funny. I'm 57 years old. Like, wow, man. All right. Yeah, All right. Time. It was like, I'm 57 yeah. years old in jail. I don't have a lot of time. It's been three years. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. Uh, so yeah, that that is uh, that's it. That's it for Shazam. The fury of the, the gods. The fury of the gods. And I like their treatment of the unicorns. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That yeah. they were intense. They were the best creature design that the Shazam movies have had. Yeah, I liked the manticore. The manticore looked good. Again, they all it, they all looked the a lot like Harry Potter designs to me. I don't know. Oh, they were well, fine. for sh- yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, no, I, there was one line at the end that's just ridiculous. Just, like, maybe one day humans and gods can live together. That's, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. No. Gods, uh, if they were the same. Gods. Okay. Gods. I, the God, gods. The, gods. The, 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 the superhero idea of gods is still confusing to me in both Marvel and DC. Because it's yeah. not really gods; they're just very powerful beings. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, and they call fake. themselves gods, but then also like it's did like I mean they're just powerful beings. Did the the people just like so? If if primitive people thought they were gods, that's one thing. But they they refer to themselves as gods. Mm-hmm. I don't know it. Yeah, and the power of the gods. It's like it, the power cosmic. It's not quite. Yeah. Sorry, uh, amorphous. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Any other final thoughts or unanswered questions? Boo this movie. No. I didn't I mean, hate it. I didn't feel boo. I, I love the aesthetics of the Marvel family. Like, I love those costumes. Yeah. And colors and such. But I, I'm really scraping the bottom of my bowl to get to what was good about it. But I didn't yeah. hate it. I, it looks cool. It looks really cool. This movie, yeah, say look, that. This movie felt like a solid C minus to me. <laughs> like I didn't there was, hate there it. was a moment during the CGI battle at the end where I thought like, oh, even this looks kind of cool. Like it looks good. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I got to say it. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just fine. To like that that's personally where it did I came nothing. Down. It did nothing to take these characters to another level. No, yeah. no. It could it could have been that same movie if that movie was four hours long. You know what I mean? Like the, this could have all been Shazam one. The, Nobody got to another place. They all ended up. Yeah. The they all ended up at the same place they were at at the end of the first movie, minus the parents right. knowing. Yep, that was the only change. Yeah. Um, they're still they're not 
yeah, it, they have the same relationships with each other as they did at the beginning of the first movie. There was no, there was no advancement in any way. No, no. I guess the wizard at least got a makeover. Like, yeah. Well, you gotta, yeah. But even him was like, oh, I've been locked up. Okay, you've been locked up. But like, he got right back into it. Same. I don't know. And Not the that they were totally made up. Not that they said anything, but the city might appreciate the Shazam family more mm. now. Okay, maybe. But yeah. they didn't. They didn't broach that topic at all. I was, just, it didn't start out that just way. Just conjecture. Yeah. There's still the Philadelphia fiascos. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Are you guys ready to rank it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just put it. All right. So we have the first Shazam at number sixty-three. Mystery Men is below Thor The Dark World? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I don't know what we're about anymore. Well, I know. <laughs> Mystery Men is way better than this. I mean, yeah, it is. Mystery <laughs> Men Especially is... Paul Rubens, you know, rest his soul. Like, no, Mystery Men's hilarious. Mystery Men is way better than Thor The Dark World and The Wolverine. And uh, Superman, Superman Returns. Superman Returns. Yeah. That was a lame one. Yeah, it's better than We're all. We're crazy. We have no credibility. None whatsoever. <laughs> Orgasmo. It started with it started with Swamp Thing. Remember when <laughs> Al wanted to put Orgasmo at number one? Yes, I do I remember do. when Al wanted to put and Orgasmo. I, at one. I remember not fighting that. <laughs> no, I remember we were like, well, I mean, none of us came out hard against it. But anyways, um, um, uh, oof. I I'd still ride for Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at this. I think it should def... I, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance was strangely entertaining. Yeah, no, it's better than uh, than this movie was. Yeah, Chronicle was fucking sense. terrible. Yeah. Chronicle was bad. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, wasn't... was. It wasn't as bad... Uh, uh, Green Hornet, meh. Incredible Hulk, boo. Yeah. The New Mutants. Let's put it around the New Mutants. That's more of this movie's speed. Just undercooked. You know, that it's movie funny. Bad though. You know, it's funny. I, I I think I liked the New Mutants better than any of anyone else liked, on this show. No, I liked the New Mutants quite a bit. I dug it a lot, honestly. Like it had that whole like uh. I don't know. There are two bears inside you. One of them is trying to eat the other bear. I just loved the uh, the like uh, the yeah that it was the teen movie thing it had going on. It reminded me a lot of like some of the best aspects of like Buffy or something. Um, Yeah, or the faculty like we were talking about. Yeah, faculty. They had a like a strange vibe. Like it was. Yeah, I dug it. Anyways, um, this movie though, Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Um, the mask is at 77. Um, uh, the Rocketeer is better than this. What, yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know. The Teenage what? Mutant Ninja Turtles is at 82. Superman. What are we First doing? Turtles? What, what are, are we, we doing? Just put it. Buffy is at 84. All right. Keep going down. This does not <laughs> this deserve is, to be better than Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is better than Dawn of Justice. Return to Swamp Thing. Remember how much we oh, love oh, that? Okay. It's not better than Blade Trinity. It's not better than no, Blade Trinity. No, it's not. I hated Blade Trinity. Blade I thought movie. Blade Trinity was fucking terrible. That had Dracula in it. Okay, but it's let's also put it got Ryan Black Reynolds Adam. In. Yeah. Black Adam. Boo this. Love movie. or below. Like, it deserves to be I think with it was that. better than Black Adam. 
Was it? I think so. I thought uh, it was. Well, yeah. That's true. I don't know. It's hard. I, I can't remember. But let's put it there between Venom and Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Al, thoughts? Um, I, I, uh, okay. <laughs> Al, well, I don't care. You, you said at the beginning you like no... this better than any of the rest of us, so obviously you're, you're, you, you would put it higher. Yeah, you, imagine, where would right? you want it? Um, just wait, wait. Oh, wait, I was looking no, for the first that. one again. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, there it is. Yeah, sixty-three was the first one. Um, scroll down a little bit. Okay. Please. There we go. Um. Uh, it's hard because our list is terrible. Okay. Yeah, I know. I don't want to put it uh, up too high, but I like between Return of Swamp Thing and superhero movie. I could actually live with that. Yeah, I'm fine. I thought superhero movie wasn't great. I can, yeah, I can vibe with that. All right. We'll do it then. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just have to pick a milestone. <laughs> I suppose superhero movies the one. <laughs> okay, we'll put it there at number 86. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Goes at number 86 on our list out of, uh, what are we at now? 164 superhero movies it's kind of that's kind of huh. in the middle it is yeah kind of a respectable area to be in i had been yeah wow a lot of these movies are really bad yeah like hard to watch bad this like, is just bad like quest for peace dark phoenix it's dark <laughs> what is it? so, son of the mask the crow wicked prayer okay number we, 157 um, and when we enter our when we get to our 200th, um, we can do the rearrange like we did after our 100th. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a while because we're almost in real time now. It's going to take like five years yeah. to get there, five or six years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, we may want to talk about that sooner if we feel like it. But that's it for um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, next time... On Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Gut punch. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be fun. So uh, that is next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Until then, thanks for hanging out with us. This has been one of your hosts, Colonel Cheesesteak. This is Josh CC, and death would be a luxury compared to doing this. I'm Brian Lesh, and remember, the most powerful thing about you is you. I'm Alaric Weber, and I am more of an emotional support dragon. <laughs> You're an emotional yeah. support, Al. <laughs> yes. Are uh, you made of wood? <laughs> He's a real boy. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Shazam.